0: Welcome to the Home Church Podcast, where we bring you relevant teaching, faith conversations and much, much more. We want to thank you for joining us today. We hope this message inspires you and builds your faith. Hi Home Church, how are you? Man, we miss you, Rachel and I. It seems so long since we were with you, but uh, we want to send lots and lots of love from our whole family to you guys and of course to Pastors Andrew and Louise who we love so much and all of their family and we look forward to being with you again in person as soon as we possibly can. Now if you have tuned in and you are new to Home Church, a massive welcome at Home Church. We love to have guests join us or pop something in the chat, contact us, let us know who you are, where you're from and we would love to connect with you. Church, I would love to share a message with you that I shared here in Soul Church just a couple of weeks ago, and it really helped people. And so my prayer is that this message helps you, whatever you're going through this week. And stay till very end, because at the end I've got some, some news you do not want to miss. All right, so tune in for that. But come on, let's pray. Father, I want to thank you for every person listening to me, wherever they're at, whether they're running, whether they're driving their car, or whether they're sat having breakfast with their family. Lord, I pray you will speak to them, And help them through this message in Jesus' name. And everyone said a very English. Amen. Awesome. Have you ever felt like you're in a cocoon? The cocoon is simply the space between the caterpillar you and the butterfly you. Now let's face it, a cocoon can be a scary place, a lonely place a dark place. It's a confined place, a place where you're on your own. It's a place where you've never been. A place where you don't understand everything that's going on around you. A place where you're not quite sure whether you're going to make it out on the other side. Cocoon is a place where you start to see parts of yourself come out to the surface. And over lockdown I heard a Genius message by Pastor Paul Scanlon, and he was talking about the cocoon, a place of transition. We want to go straight from being a caterpillar straight into being a butterfly. But the cocoon is where everything happens. You can't skip it, you can't bypass it. You may not want to be there, you haven't chosen it, but you realize you can't control it. And I think as a nation, we're in a COVID cocoon. We didn't choose it. We didn't ask for it, but we're in it. Did you know that if you cut open a cocoon, you won't see a caterpillar with wings? You don't see what it was. You don't see what it's becoming. Because in the cocoon, we lose sight of who we were and who we're becoming, we lose that sense of identity and it shakes us. Here's what you will see in the cocoon. Are you ready for this? Hope you're not eating your breakfast, but here's what you see in a cocoon. You see caterpillar soup. (laughs) Don't you love that? Most of the caterpillar, it liquefies and it melts down. That's how we feel in the cocoon. No one wants to spend time there. It's dark, it's scary, it's lonely, and it's disorientating. I think Solomon knew what it was like to live in the cocoon. If you're new to church, he's a a king and a leader in the Bible. He understood what it was like to be disorientated. And in Ecclesiastes 3, he's trying to make sense of life and all that's going on around him. And he writes this... Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 to 3 says, There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. There's a time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. Solomon is looking at life and he's trying to desperately understand how it works, and he sees life in all of its extremities. How many you know we're in a season where we see a lot of extremes? I was in London with Rachel a couple of weeks ago. We're in Trafalgar Square. we happened to run into the demonstration, and what struck me was you saw both extremes, left and right. Have you noticed how in the cocoon of COVID we see all of our extreme tendencies? We see it as a nation. We see it in our family, we see it in ourselves. Sometimes we're a little bit bipolar. I was with Rachel on a date at Waffle House. What a great place it is in Norwich. If you ever come up here, go to Waffle House. And uh, we started a chat. We started to talk about my daughter, Melody. And I'd never done this before, but I literally burst into tears right there. She's in Australia. The Australian government won't let her out. If she does, does eventually get out, when she goes back, she'll have to quarantine for two weeks, pay a lot of money, and we're not going to see her over Christmas. It will be our first Christmas apart. And the cocoon does that to you. Some of you have become a bit emotionally incontinent. Come on, let's be honest if you've felt like that. The cocoon does that to you. Solomon doesn't end there. He, he goes on in chapter 3 and he says these powerful things in this verse. He says, God has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. This is Ecclesiastes 3.11. It says, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Now Solomon is a wise man. He wrote books of the Bible. He wrote poetry. He wrote proverbs. He built cities. He was an entrepreneur. He was a cross between Elon Musk and Oprah Winfrey. So when he speaks, it's worth listening to. And he says three things in one verse. So let's look at these. Number one, he says this. No one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. We don't always understand or fathom what's going on in the cocoon. Scientists tell us that the caterpillar has no idea of what's happening in this time of transformation. It's a bit like puberty. Remember that? One minute your voice is high, one minute's low. That's just the boys by the way, at least I hope so. We can't make sense or understand or control what happens in life. Maybe you feel like that about 2020. Maybe you set out thinking I'm going to grow my business, I'm going to move forward, and actually it's gone backward. You expected a year of favour and blessing, but it's been a year of challenge. And as we face the threat of another lockdown, COVID cases rising, a long winter, and it has not stopped raining in Norwich for three weeks' flip. We can't control everything that happens to us in the cocoon. It can be scary. We don't always understand it. But can I encourage you, church, home church? Come on, we need a bit of encouragement, don't we? Here's some encouragement. You may not understand what's happening, but God knows what he's doing. It says no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end, but God does. How do I know that? Because in Revelation 22, the last chapter of the Bible, we know he's there. And what do we learn about Jesus? He said he is the Alpha Alpha. And the Omega. He is the first and the last. He is the beginning and the end. He sees the caterpillar, he sees the cocoon, but he also sees the butterfly. He's been there time and time again. And right now you may feel like you're locked in cocoon time, but here's the good news. God is already in butterfly time. He's taken many caterpillars, transformed them and seen them come out the other side. Philippians 1 and verse 6, the Apostle Paul is actually in a Roman prison. You talk about faith, he says this, being confident of this. Come on, we need to be confident of this. That he who began a good work in you, he will carry it on to completion. God is a finisher. You can be confident that he's going to carry on until he completes it. In your cocoon of uncertainty, you can be confident, friend. If you're in the cocoon, he's what you can know. The one thing you know about the cocoon is you may have come in as a caterpillar, but you're going to come out as a butterfly. You may have come in crawling, but you are going to go out flying. And so he's the title of the message. He is bringing you through the cocoon. That's right, you. He's going to bring you through it. So number one, we don't understand what's going on in the cocoon. Number two, here we go. What comes out of the cocoon? It's going to be more beautiful than what went in. I love that thought. In verse 11, Solomon said, he's made everything beautiful in its time. What if the cocoon is the place where God wants to allow you to see some of the parts of you that you've never seen? You never realised they were there, but they came to the surface. What if God has shown you some of those things that you've ignored and hidden and pretended weren't there? Some of you have seen the good, the bad and the ugly in yourself. What if the cocoon is the place where he'll make you so the destination doesn't break you? Where he melts away the old you, the caterpillar you, because he's looking forward to bring forth the new you, the butterfly you. He makes everything beautiful in its time you know it takes time in the cocoon some caterpillars it's a couple of days for some it's a few weeks for some it's a year we don't always know how long it's going to take but it takes time he makes everything beautiful in its time for Moses the cocoon was a desert how long was he there 40 years what about Joseph as a teenager he had this great dream but He ends up in a cocoon of rejection when his brothers turn on him. He ends up in the cocoon of prison, a cocoon of false condemnation when Potiphar's wife makes accusations that just weren't true. But finally, in the cocoon of Egypt, his wings form and he flies high and becomes the prime minister of that powerful empire. Jesus' cocoon was a cross And he descended into the lowest, darkest parts of the earth. But thank God, he rose again in new life. And he wants to give you new life. And he understands your cocoon. He went in there so you can come out of death. He was made sick so you can be healed. We went into this COVID cocoon thinking it was a sprint. Then we thought it was a marathon. Now we've discovered it's a triathlon. And some of you hate swimming. (laughs) Israel spent a long time in the cocoon in exile in Babylon. They wanted to break out of the cocoon. But God said, don't be too quick to jump out. In fact, in Jeremiah 29.10 it says, For thus says the Lord, after, listen to this, 70 years. I mean, that's a long time. It's a long time to be in a cocoon but he says after 70 years are completed at Babylon I will visit you I will perform my good word and it's a good word towards you and I will cause you to return I will visit you I will perform my good good word he is bringing you through the cocoon. You might have been in there a long time, but God can still bring you through, friend. And then the very next verse, Jeremiah 29, for I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Church, if there's one place that there should be a bit of hope, it's in the Church of Jesus in this time. Man, our world, our nation is looking for hope. Let's make sure we are bearing this good news, bringing a message of hope. He's going to bring you through the cocoon. He's making everything beautiful in his time. I believe in years to come, we're going to look back on this cocoon time, and we're going to thank God for what he did, in us as individuals, and in us as a church. It may be dark and scary right now, but God is bringing you through the cocoon. So number one, we don't always understand what's going on in the cocoon. Number two, what comes out is always more beautiful than what went in. And number three, the cocoon is where God changes us. So we can change eternity. It says he's made everything beautiful in its time, but then it says this. He has set eternity in the human heart. That's right. If you're a human, if you're listening to me, you've got a heart. And inside you is eternity. God's put it in there hardwired you. How does a caterpillar become a butterfly? Now, you're going to love this little science lesson. When the caterpillar begins to melt down into caterpillar soup, Where do the wings come from? Where does the head come from? Where does the thorax come from? And if you study this, you'll discover something quite amazing. Inside the caterpillar soup, you'll find the presence of, listen to this, imaginal discs. These imaginal discs are critical to the whole process of metamorphosis. And the process is egg, larva, pupa. Imago, look at it in Wikipedia, Imago. So egg, larva, pupa, Imago, those are the stages. And the imaginal discs are the only things that are present in every stage of that journey. Imago, imaginal discs. When everything else is melting down and breaking down, the imaginal discs began to unfold and elongate and grow into something more beautiful. Buried within the caterpillar are the imaginal disks of the butterfly. God has set eternity in the human heart. Inside your heart, deep inside of you are imaginal disks. The imago, the image of God. The new you, the true you, the eternal you that you were designed by God to be. And you were destined to cooperate with him, to connect with him. And the more that you do that, the more those disks unfold and elongate. And the true you comes into being. Friend, you weren't designed to be a caterpillar crawling through life with your face in the dirt, eating and consuming your way through life. He put in you, the imaginal discs of eternity, so that you can not just consume, you can contribute. A caterpillar is a consumer, but a butterfly is a contributor. It pollinates. It, it, it does incredible things. It makes a difference. And friend, God is bringing you through the cocoon so you can make the difference in the earth that God intends for you to make. In your workplace, you can be a bringer of hope. You can fly when others are crawling. In your school or your college, young people, So much going on in in the emotional health of young people. We can bring a message of hope and of comfort. And so lastly, looked at three things, but one more thing as we draw this to a close. It's number four. You may be cocooned, but you don't have to be conformed. I love this scripture in the New Testament, Romans 12. It says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies it's your whole bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God which is your reasonable service verse 2 and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good acceptable and perfect will of God. In the cocoon, you can allow yourself to be conformed or transformed. But the Bible is very clear. Do not be conformed. Be transformed. The word for transformed in Greek is this word metamorpho, from which we get the English word. That's right. Metamorphosis. The process of being changed from a caterpillar to a butterfly. I love the Bible. From the old new to the new you. So you have a choice. Will I live conformed or transformed? Some of you may have heard of Stockholm Syndrome. It's a diagnosed psychological condition which dates back to 1973 when Jan-Erik Olsen, a convict on parole, took four employees in one of the largest banks in Stockholm. He took them captive for a number of days, six days. He held them captive and he tortured them with nooses and with dynamite. What happened when they emerged from the cocoon of imprisonment was very strange. As the captives left, here's what they did. They hugged their captor, Olsen, hugged him goodbye. They prevented the police by protecting him. They prevented the police from shooting him dead. And if that's not incredible, when he, when he went to trial, they refused to testify against him. Even more incredible, one of the hostages ended up marrying him. Therefore, Stockholm Syndrome is a condition that causes hostages to develop a psychological alliance with their captors as a survival strategy during captivity. One of the things that the enemy wants to do in the cocoon is to cause you, some of you, he wants to cause you to develop psychological alliances with some of the things that have held you captives. I'm talking to some of you right now. You started to conform to the darkness and the loneliness of the cocoon. You started to think this is the way it's going to be. conform to those voices of fear and anxiety. Some of you have allowed old habits that you were once free from. They've regained a controlling influence. God is saying, friend, now is the time not to be conformed, but to be transformed, to break free. I love the same verses in the message. It says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit in without even thinking, instead fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. It goes on to say, God brings the best out of you. God's going to bring you through the cocoon. He's going to break you out of there. And what he brings out is going to be beautiful. So hang on in there. Keep your eyes fixed on him. He's bringing you through the cocoon. And friend, earlier in the message, I said that I had some news for you. And it was good news. And here it is. Are you ready for it? It's actually incredible news. Everyone listening to me, here it is. Friend, if you're not in a good place with God, He still loves you. You might have allowed things to have a controlling influence in your life. You might have walked away from God, but He still loves you. Maybe you're listening to me and you've never had a relationship with God. The good news is, friend, he loves you. He didn't come to condemn you, to destroy. He came to make something beautiful out of your life. You say, Steve, how do I do that? How do I get right with God? It's really simple. Pray a prayer and you ask him to come in. And from the inside out, he will change and transform you into the new you, the butterfly. So I would love to pray a prayer for anyone. You're not right with God. Maybe this is the first time you've made him Lord, you've become a Christian. Friend, I'd encourage you to simply do this. Place your hand on your heart and just in your own mind, repeat this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I want to thank you that in my cocoon of whatever I'm going through, that you see me and you love me and you want to be with me. So right now I invite you in. I thank you for what you did for me on the cross, that you died to forgive me, to give me a new start. And so I invite you to come in. I take this first step and I choose to live with you, with your help, to live life your way. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Friend, if you prayed that prayer, the team will be in contact with you. They'll let you know how to contact them. But thank you so much for your time. Home Church, we love you, we miss you, God bless you.